Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is June the 2nd, and our reading comes from John chapter 21. It's the story of Jesus coming to restore Peter. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the story. So Peter in verse 3 says, I'm going fishing. Sure enough, they go out. They've fished all night. They really haven't caught much. On their way back, there's somebody on the shore who yells out to them, throw your net on the right side of the boat. And they listen. And now their net is so full, they can't get it in the boat. John says to Peter, it's the Lord. Now, here's the first thing I just want to point out. After Peter has denied Jesus three times, he has given up on his purpose and he's gone back to fishing. I suspect in this moment, Peter assumes Jesus is done with me. But Jesus comes for Peter. And I just think it's so important for you to understand so many times when we fail, so many times when we're battling sin, we assume God's finished. We assume God is hiding from us, that God is withdrawing from us. But what I love over and over again in Scripture is you see Jesus breaking into the world of sinners, coming after those who have failed, those who have blown it. Jesus is after you. Jesus is after me. Jesus is after Peter. And so when Peter realizes it's Jesus, he jumps out of the boat. He's headed for the shore. He's not waiting on those fish. He's not concerned about the fish. He wants to be with Jesus. I love that. Well, then after they cook some fish, enjoy breakfast together, Jesus turns to Peter and he asks him a very pointed question. He says to Peter, in fact, let me just read the exchange. I want to begin in verse 15. It says, after breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. And Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. And take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time, Jesus asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. And he said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Now, I love this exchange because Jesus is trying to penetrate into the heart of Peter and really settle this issue in their relationship. You remember Peter denied Jesus three times. And before denying Jesus, Peter boldly declared, if all of these other disciples turn their back on you, I won't. I am willing to die or to go to prison with you. Of course, just a few hours later, Peter denies Jesus three times. And so Jesus begins by saying, Peter, is it true that you love me more than these other disciples? Now, in English, we use the word love in a lot of different ways, right? We say, I love hot dogs. And we say, 
I love my kids. And we say, I love my friends. And we say, I love my wife, right? And in each of those situations, we're we're using love in a different way. Well, in the Greek language, they just had three different words. We translate all three words as love. So in the Greek, Jesus begins by using the word agape. Agape is the love of God, the perfect love of God as defined in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. So Jesus says, Peter, do you agape, do you love me the way God loves you? Peter responds, he doesn't use agape. See, Peter's been humbled a little bit. Peter recognizes maybe for the first time his own weakness, his own humanity, And so Peter responds, Jesus, you know I phileo you. Well, this is the word for brotherly love. This is where we get the word Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. That's from this Greek word. So Jesus says, do you love me like God loves you? And Peter replies back, I do love you like a brother. And so Jesus just asked him again, do you love me Like God loves you, once again, Peter says, well, I do love you like a brother. Well, then Jesus says, well, Peter, do you love me like a brother? In other words, would a brother deny his own brother three times? Is that what brothers do? So Jesus even challenges Peter's love, his brotherly love. And again, he's just trying to to get into that wound so that He can heal the wound. See, this is what heals us. What heals us is when we are honest about our imperfection, our sinfulness, and realize that we are still loved. So what Jesus is doing with Peter in this moment is he's saying, I know you don't love me the way I love you. In fact, I'm not sure you love me the way a brother loves a brother. But here's what you need to know. I love you, Peter. And as Peter understands that, it's going to heal his heart. But this whole process has produced in Peter humility and brokenness, surrender and dependence, which, remember, are the characteristics of a believer whose heart is right before God. And when those things are true, when our heart is characterized by humility, brokenness, surrender, dependence, man, we begin relating to our world very differently. So remember, before denying Jesus, Peter's like, I'm better than all these other guys. After denying Jesus, now that there's some humility, some brokenness, now that he's surrendered, now that he understands his dependence on Christ, well, now he's going to relate to his world very, very differently. So God is working redemptively in this moment to grow Peter and prepare him for his future and his destiny. God is doing the same for you. See, when we fail, God doesn't hide. He comes searching for us. But God also doesn't deny or sweep our failure under the rug. He wants to talk about it. He wants us to know, I know everything about you. Listen to me. Jesus knows you better than anybody knows you. In fact, he knows you better than you know yourself. 
And for most of us, that seems like that would be a scary thing. But the truth is what we discover in Christ is that he loves us despite knowing us. Even though he can see our failure and imperfection, all the struggles and issues in our heart, Jesus sees it and he loves us. And it's his unconditional love in our imperfection that begins healing our heart. And the journey that we've been through, God is working redemptively to produce in us humility, brokenness, surrender, and dependence so that he can work in us and through us to help us fulfill our destiny in the world. And that's what happens in Peter's life. And that's what God is trying to do in your life. Listen to me. Jesus isn't finished with you. He's after you. He loves you. And he's going to redeem your failure and your pain, all that you've been through, and leverage it into your future for his glory and your blessing. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, we're so grateful that you are searching for us. You've not given up on us. You come after us. I just love that. I love that you see us and that you still love us. God, you came into a broken world knowing it was broken, knowing our sin, but you came to seek and save that which is lost. I'm so grateful that you're after us and that you see us and that you love us and there's nothing that can separate us from your love. And your love is healing our hearts. God, we want to receive that love from you and from each other. Help us to love each other that way. And God, work in our hearts to produce humility, brokenness, surrender, and dependence. God, redeem our pain and failures and leverage our life and story for your glory, for the benefit of your kingdom and the blessing of all people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thanks for being with me today, man. I hope that encourages you, builds your faith. If so, let me encourage you, share this podcast. Come on, let's get it out on social media. Let's invite other people to take the journey before I begin my day. God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.